Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. This week on Things You Should Know, we're talking about now Vice President Kamala D. Harris. Stick around. Here at Things You Should Know podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users? Or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as, Are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decision you can make and ultimately Your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So thanks for joining the discussion and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. you should know. I am your host, Kelly, and as always, it's my pleasure to welcome you in to the podcast. Thank you so much for uh, for listening and supporting the podcast. Those of you guys who continue to come back and support us, thank you so very much. Please continue to uh, share, share links to our, con- uh, our information, our content. It would be greatly appreciated. And if this is your first time, Welcome aboard. Things you should know uh, is here for your pleasure in terms of learning and educating yourself on some of the more curious and trending topics of the day. And speaking of which, today I think you're going to find this topic very interesting. We have a new uh, administration here in the United States, and our president is Mr. Joe Biden who has been in public service most of his uh, career, most of his life, and most people know who he is. Uh, But one of the things that uh, we have that's very new to us is our first female vice president, our first uh, African-American vice president of Indian descent. And there's not a lot known about her on a wide, you know, on a wide span. So today, what I thought I'd do is take us into a little bit of a deep dive on who Kamala Harris is and learn about her trajectory to the White House. One of the things that I do periodically 
as I look at Google Trends, so I'm going to ask you a question here to see what your thoughts are. Trending in 2020. What do you think is trending in trend, uh, 2020? Obviously, you know, there are news things that were uh, trending in terms of the election and coronavirus. So there's no no uh, surprise there. But there are top five people that trended in 2020. The first person is Joe Biden. Second person is Kim Jong-un. And the third person we're going to talk about today, and that is Kamala Harris. There's Jacob Blake at number four and Ryan Newman that came in at number five. It's just interesting. I thought I'd share that with you. A lot of people that are looking up who Miss Harris is on a regular basis. So I said, why not bring that information to my audience? Because you guys are inquisitive like I am. I've got uh, uh, some information on her as it relates to, you know, personally when she came onto the scene. And this has only been in the last five years. Well, on my register, I'm not a citizen of California. So if you live in California, obviously you've heard of her before if you're in, if you're in her district. So, um, but on a national scale and on an international scale now, uh, she's known and she will be known. So let's find out all we can about Kamala Devi, D-E-V-I Harris. So let's start first things first. She was sworn in and her name was mispronounced. Uh, it is not Kamala. It is Kamala. It is Kamala Harris. Uh, Kamala Devi, D-E-V-I, or Devi Harris is her full name, and she was born in October 1964, the 20th day of October. She is a native Californian. She was born in Oakland. She now is the 49th president of the United States, the 49th vice president. Let me be clear, 49th vice president of the United States. She is a part of the Democratic administration and supports now President Joe Biden. Uh, she is the first woman to hold that seat. She is the first African-American to hold that seat. And she is the first person of Indian descent as well. Now, she previously served in the U.S. Senate, which is kind of where I began to know who she was. From 2017 into 2021. And as I uh, alluded to earlier, she was the attorney general of California for a number of years, starting in 2011 up until 2017. She attended Howard University, which is an HBCU, a historically black university. And she also obtained her law degree from, excuse me, the University of California. Hastings College of Law. Now, her father was Jamaican and he taught at Stanford University. And you're going to see she comes from a pretty good pedigree. These these are some sharp people. Father was Jamaican. He taught at Stanford University. Her mother is a daughter of an Indian diplomat. Her grandfather was a big deal in India. We're going to go into that a little bit later. Her mother was also a cancer researcher. Her younger sister's name is Maya and later uh, became a public policy advocate. Maya is spelled M-A-Y-A. After studying political science and economics in 1986 at Howard University, 
Kamala earned a law degree in 1989 from Hastings College. Now, Vice President Harris and her sister, Maya Harris, were primarily raised and inspired by their mother. Their mother's name, Shimala Gopalan, and I hope I'm doing that justice, G-O-P-A-L-A-N. She, as I said, was a breast cancer scientist, and she was a pioneer in her own right. She received her doctorate the same year that Vice President Harris was born. So in 1964, uh, Mrs. Uh, Goplin received her doctorate, and uh, yeah, she was a smart lady. So was her husband. Now, her parents were activists. They instilled a strong sense of activism in Vice President Harris with a strong sense of justice as well. They brought her to civil rights demonstrations, and they introduced role models to her, ranging from Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall, to civil rights leaders such as Condice Baker Motley, who worked and motivated her to become a prosecutor. So Mrs. Motley was a um, mentor for her and a uh, motivator for her to become a prosecutor. Now, growing up, Vice President Harris was surrounded by a diverse community and extended family. That sounds like a really fun family. You've got Jamaicans on one side, long history, long heritage, Indians on the other side, long history, long heritage. And when that mixes up, there's got to be some awesome things happening there. In 2012, Kamala delivered a memorable address at the DNC, the Democratic National Convention, which raised her national profile. Two years later, she was married to attorney. Uh, I think he's a business attorney. Douglas Emoff, E-M-H-O-F-F. He was also widely considered a rising star in the party as well. In terms of her career, she subsequently worked as a deputy district attorney from 1990 to 1998 in Oakland. She earned a reputation for her toughness as she prosecuted cases ranging from gun and gang violence to drug trafficking and sexual abuse cases. Harris rose through the ranks becoming the district attorney in 2004. Now, I'm going to give you the sources that I use to compile this information, but there were some conflicting dates on this, so I'm going to give you both of them. So initially, uh, the uh, D.C. or the uh, White House uh, website indicates that in 2003, she became the district attorney of San Francisco. Politico indicates in 2004. So we know some where there's a there's an error, but in that time frame, she became the district attorney. She was elected district attorney in San Francisco. In that role, uh, Vice President Harris created a groundbreaking program to provide first time drug offenders with the opportunity to earn a high school degree and to find employment. The program was designed and designated as a national model of innovation for law enforcement by the United States Department of Justice. Now, in 2010. She narrowly uh, was elected the uh, attorney general of California. She won that election very narrowly. I think the percentage was 0.8%. She won this by a very low margin, less than 1%, becoming the first female and the first African-American again to hold that post. After taking office the following year, she demonstrated political independence rejecting, for example, pressure from the administration of President, uh, then President Barack Obama for her to settle 
a nationwide lawsuit against mortgage lenders for unfair practices. Instead, she pressed California's case and in 2012 won a judgment five times higher than that originally offered. Her refusal to defend Proposition 8 in 2008, which banned the same-sex marriages in the state, helped lead to it being overturned in 2013. Here's his book, Smart on Crime, written in 2009, co-written with Joanne O.C. Hamilton, was considered a model for dealing with the problems of criminal recidivism. Now, uh, according to the White House, in 2010, Vice President Harris was elected California's Attorney General, and she oversaw the largest state's Justice Department in the entire United States. Of course, California's the largest state. She established the state's first Bureau of Children's Justice, and she instituted several first-of-their-kind reform programs that ensured greater transparency and also accountability in the criminal justice system. As Attorney General, Vice President Harris won a $20 billion settlement for Californians whose homes had been foreclosed on. This is what I was speaking about earlier. As well as a $1.1 billion settlement for students and veterans who were taken advantage of for a, by a for-profit education company. She defended the Affordable Care Act in court and she enforced environmental law and was a national leader in the movement for marriage equality or same-sex marriage. Now, Kamala was recruited to run for the U.S. Senate seat that was previously held by Barbara Boxer. She was retiring. In early 2015, Harris declared her candidacy. And on the campaign trail, she called for immigration and criminal justice reform. She also called for increasing the minimal, uh, the, yeah, the minimum wage, which, of course, if you live in the states, you know that is one of the main things that President Biden is concentrating on right now. And protection of women's reproductive rights. She easily won the 2016 election. When she took office in January of 2017, Harris became the first Indian American in the Senate and just the only the second black woman. She began serving on both the Select Committee on Intelligence and the Judiciary Committee, among other assignments. She became known for her prosecutional style of questioning witnesses during hearings, which drew also some criticism and occasional interpretations from her counterparts across the aisle, the Republican senators. In her first speech, she spoke out on behalf of immigrants and refugees who were then under attack. As a member of the Senate, the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, she fought for better protections for the Dreamers and called for better oversight of substandard conditions at immigrant detention facilities. And of course, I think this became national news uh, during the Trump administration, but the poor handling of immigrants who, particularly Mexicans, who were trying to enter the country uh, became just a travesty in terms of the separation uh, from kids from their parents and and housing and and food and and accommodation. It it just became such a 
a terrible, terrible blight on the United States. Nice Senator Vice President Harris championed legislation, uh, legislation to reform cash bail, combat hunger, provide rent relief, improve uh, maternal health care, and address the climate crisis as a member of the Senate Committee on Environmental and Public Work and Affairs. Her bipartisan anti-lynching bill passed the Senate in 2018. Her legislation to preserve historically black colleges and universities was signed into law, as was her effort to infuse much-needed capital into low-income communities during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, she also drew some particular attention for her questions to the U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Mr. Sessions was testifying before the Intelligence Committee on alleged Russia interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential elections. She had earlier called on him to resign. Harris uh, Memoirs, The Truths We Hold in American Journey, was published in January of 2019. Shortly thereafter, Harris announced that she was seeking the Democratic presidential nomination in 2020. Now, from the offset, she was seen as one of the leading contenders, and she drew particular attention when, during a primary debate, she had a contentious exchange with then-fellow candidate, Mr. Joe Biden. This was over the opposition to school busing in the 70s and 80s, among other race-related topics. Although Kamala's support initially increased, By September of 2019, her campaign was in serious trouble, and by December, she had dropped out of the presidential race, along with many other candidates, by the way. Now, as racial injustice became a major issue in the United States, many Democrats called on then-frontrunner Biden, the party's presumptive nominee, to select an African-American woman a demographic that was seen as pivotal to his election changes and chances as his vice presidential running mate. So on August 11th of 2020, Vice President Harris accepted President Joe Biden's invitation to become his running mate and help unite this nation. She's the first woman. She's the first black American and the first South Asian American to be elected vice president And she was sworn in and is currently serving as the 49th vice president. Some famous quotes, uh, one that she uh, says she got from her mother, which is my mother would look at me and say, Kamala, you may be the first to do many things, but make sure that you are not the last. So what I've uh, brought to you is a combination of uh, a couple different sources, Washington Post, Politico, uh, some stuff from her biography, and of course, the White House page that was developed for her as well. Uh, But here's some information that I searched for and I found that um, maybe is not so mainstream in terms of being known about Mrs. Harris. So let's go through a few of these. Her name is Kamala. Her mother chose Kamala's name as a nod to both her Indian roots. Kamala means lotus. 
And if you are into Buddhism or Hinduism, yoga, any sort of meditation, you know the importance of the lotus flower, lotus posture, and these sorts of things. And also part of her name is Hindu, uh, or I'm sorry, is is uh, a nod to the Hindu goddess Lakshmi, L-A-K-S-H-M-I. And this means empowerment of women. Kamala's parents were divorced when she was seven. Remember, her dad was Jamaican, mom's Indian. Her parents were divorced when she was seven. Her and her sister, Maya, uh, were with her mom and spent the predominant amount of time with their mother. And they lived in Berkeley, in a duplex in Berkeley, since where she grew up. I, I pulled that information, quite honestly, because one, I didn't know it about her. But two, I don't think your parents have to be divorced for you to be a well-rounded person. Don't get me wrong. But I think when you see people, here's what we normally do. And I say we being people. I think I can be relatively safe in, in using that uh, generalization particularly as an American, we a lot of times determines people's success. And we think that, you know, they maybe have always had certain levels of success and things like that. And most of the time when you talk to a person who you consider successful or some sort of famous person, they'll tell you, yes, I I have overnight success. But the joke is my overnight success only took 10 years or eight years or seven years or whatever. Nothing's an overnight success. And you have an impression of people. Okay, she's now the vice president of the United States. But, you know, you think, well, she may have went to Ivy League schools and, you know, she had this great family support and a lot of, you know, uh, in terms of uh, resources, she may have had a lot of resources, finance and otherwise. I saw this and I said, here's a person that can identify with a lot of people. I just thought this was something that, hey, you know what? A lot of people's parents are divorced. And so are hers. And I thought, you know, on some degree that made her, you know, very identifiable with uh, with people. And I know when you're running for the highest office in the land, people are always looking for areas where they have similarities. Uh, and this is nothing to taunt in terms of high praise, but I'm just saying she's a kid. She was seven. Her parents divorced. She'd been through that and she got through it. And a lot of people did. So anyway, that's just my two cents. Now, in the first grade, this refers back to the contentious uh, debate between now President Biden and uh, uh, Miss Kamala. At the time, they were on uh, a, de- a debate platform. The Democratic ticket was still being determined. Uh, in first grade, though, Mrs. Harris was bused to Thousand Oaks Elementary School which was in its only in its second year of integration. Now think about that. She was bused. She was born in 1964 and she was bused to a school that was in its second year of integration. Uh, Kamala's not that old. And I think this puts in perspective, like really where we are. Sometimes people, they're, they're born. I don't know if you're Gen X or, if, you know, whatever. And you think, oh, that was a long time ago. All that stuff is 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 uh, history. Well, it's not really that long ago. I think Martin King would have been 
I don't know. I think he would have been like 78 or 79 or something. It's not really that long ago. So a lot of this stuff we're still dealing with is not ancient history. And even if it was, a lot of the sentiment and a lot of the mentality still exists. So for her, for the next three years, she played Miss Mary Mack and Cat's Cradle with her friends on the bus uh, that traveled and took her from her predominantly black lower middle class neighborhood to her school, which was located in a prosperous white district. So, again, something else that she has come through as a child, Kamala went to both a black Baptist church and also a Hindu temple. This embracing both her South Asian and black identities. Her mother understood very well that she was raising two black daughters. This is what Harris wrote in her autobiography, and she was determined to make sure we would grow up and become confident and proud black women. Let's take a quick break. Hey, I'm going to get you back to that episode really quick. I know you're enjoying the podcast. I wanted to say thank you, break in really quick to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Three things really quickly. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, please go down in the show notes. We have a new um, way to communicate, and it is through text. So we'd love to hear from you guys. So please send us a text message. When you're done listening to this episode, we'd love to know what your thoughts are. And then lastly, please go into our digital store. We've got a lot of digital products there that can help you be supported throughout these content deliveries throughout the podcast. There are ways for you to download these worksheets and eBooks and different things that can help really solidify some of the content that we talk about here on Rethink Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and I'll get you back to your episode. In connection with that, Kamala visited India as a child, and she was heavily influenced by her grandfather. This is what I was talking to you about earlier. He was a high-ranking government official, and he fought for Indian independence. And her grandmother was an activist who traveled the countryside teaching impoverished women about birth control. Harris attended middle school and high school in Montreal, Canada, after her mom got a teaching job at McGill University and a position as a cancer research scientist at a Jewish general hospital. Also, while she was in Montreal, Harris and her younger sister, Maya, led a successful demonstration in front of her apartment building, protesting a policy that banned children from playing on the lawn. So you can see how she's shaping up and becoming the person that she is. A lot of times, hindsight is twenty twenty. After high school, Harris attended Howard University. This is a prestigious historically black college in Washington, D.C. She majored in political science and economics, and she joined the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority is the first uh, historically black, well, the first black female sorority, period. And I know that because my wife is a part of the organization, so is my daughter and many, many uh, friends and family members. And they are very, very distinctly proud of this honor that Vice President Harris uh, has bestowed upon them in becoming the first 
woman of color and the first female vice president of the United States. 1994, Harris began dating then Willie Brown. This is particularly interesting to me. I didn't know this. Uh, There's a lot of the stuff I didn't know, but this one I, I wouldn't have even guessed. She began dating Willie Brown. And a lot of you guys who are Californians realize who uh, Mr. Brown is. He was on the scene for a number of years. He was a powerhouse in California politics, who was the Speaker of the House Assembly and was 30 years older than Kamala. From his perch in the Assembly, Brown appointed Harris to the California Unemployment Insurance Appeals Board and the Medical Assistance Commission positions that together paid her around $80,000 a year on top of her prosecutor's salary. Now, I don't want to veer off too much into the weeds in terms of uh, Mr. Brown, but I think maybe you do some research on who Willie Brown was, and this will become a little more interesting of a fact for you. During their first three years, during her first three years as a district attorney, San Francisco's conviction rate jumped from 52% to 67%. One of Harris's most controversial decisions came in 2004 when she declined to pursue the death penalty against the man who murdered San Francisco police officer Isaac Exponza. At the funeral, Senator Diane Feinstein, Feinstein delivered a eulogy in which she criticized Harris, who was actually in the audience prompting a standing ovation from the hundreds of officers who also attended. Now, this resulted in uh, Harris being shunned by police unions for decades, what well, for the next decade. This according to Politico. Later, as California Attorney General, Harris declined to support two ballot initiatives that would have banned the death penalty, raising accusations of political opportunism and inconsistency on the controversial issue. Also, she was under scrutiny during her tenure as San Francisco district attorney when a technician stole cocaine from the DA's crime lab and also mishandled evidence. Harris, trying to keep things under wraps, failed to inform the defense attorneys, and as a result, about a thousand drug-related cases had to be thrown out. In San Francisco, she vocally supported a controversial 2010 law that made truancy, truancy being the action of staying away from school without any good reason, a misdemeanor, and punished parents who failed to send their children to school. The truancy rate ultimately dropped, but... Some critics saw the rule as too punitive. Now, that same year, in her second term as district attorney, Harris ran for California attorney general. Initially, few thought that she would win the race. She was a woman of color from liberal San Francisco who opposed the death penalty and was running against a gentleman named Steve Cooley. He was a popular white Republican who served L.A.'s D.A. The race was very tight. On election night, as a matter of fact, Mr. Cooley made a victory speech. And the San Francisco Chronicle declared him the winner. Three weeks later, all the ballots had been counted. And Ms. Kamala Harris was declared the victor. 
by a whopping 0.8 percentage points, less than 1%. On her signature accomplishments, however, as Attorney General, she created Open Justice, an online platform to make criminal justice data available to the public. The database helped improve police accountability by collecting information on the number of deaths and injuries of those in police custody. Certainly something that needs to be nationwide. Now, her most fervent online supporters, this is kind of funny, are called the K-Hive. And if that sounds for me, it's because you've heard the Beyonce supporters, the Lori fans, refer to themselves as the Beehive. Also something maybe you didn't know about her. She collects Chuck Taylor's Converse sneakers. She wears them all the time. She says they're her go-to travel shoes. She likes to cook. She's an enthusiastic cook. She books, she bookmarks recipes from the New York times cooking section and has tried almost all of the recipes from Alice waters, the art of simple food. She says her go-to dinner entree is simple roast chicken favorite books native son by richard wright the kite runner by khalid hassani the joy luck club i've seen that movie and i read the book by amy tan song of solomon by tony morrison the lion the witch and the wardrobe by c.s lewis now she typically wakes up around 6 a.m and she works out for about half an hour on an elliptical or a soul cycle. She normally starts her day with a bowl of raisin bran with almond milk and tea and honey and lemon before she heads off to work. One of the few times where she was talked about from a public platform, public platform by her father was a time where he was actually reprimanding her. He was reprimanding her for suggesting and pointing to her Jamaican heritage when asked about her support for the legalization of marijuana. He criticized her for, for connecting Jamaicans to the fraudulent stereotypes of a pot smoking joy seeker. His words, he said, and his immediate family wished to categorically diso disassociate ourselves from this travesty. Her motto, referring back to the quote I gave you earlier from her mom, Kamala, you may be the first, but make sure you're not the last. Now, the sources here, Los Angeles Times, San Francisco Chronicle, Politico, New Yorker, The Atlantic, NPR, USA Today, Washington Post, San Francisco Gate, Mercury News, The Cut, The Truths We Hold by Kamala Harris, The Guardian and the intercept. So I hope this sheds a little, bit, a little bit more light on one of the top five, specifically number three, trending people of 2020. Now the United States uh, 49th vice president, first female to hold that office, first African-American to hold that office, first woman and first person of Asian, South Asian descent to hold that office. I appreciate you joining me today at Things You Should Know, and I hope you've learned something, because I certainly did. If you've not done so already, please make sure you subscribe and continue to follow Things You Should Know. Have a great day.
That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.